0: Much better. Wow. Yes. I switched glasses before this because I knew
1: <laughs> You had to get the right clink.
0: Yes. But it right. just it didn't flow. So tell them what you're drinking.
1: As always, Ugh. creature of habit, Basil Hayden's bourbon. Can't go wrong. Mm. And you honey?
0: Wow, I just took a sip of that for the first time. So we go to Total Wine and I just like to go and pick out stuff that I like the label, but Josh picked this one out. It's called Toro. Grab the bull by the horns. That's right. It's some Um, kind of
1: Italian wine. No, Spanish. Spanish, sorry. Yeah, Spanish wine. Same
0: thing. Toro is Spanish. Come on. Um, (laughs) But it's big, bold, and fruity oozes, aromas, and rich flavors of blackberry and plum with a kick of spice to round it out so it literally says grab the bull by the horns and enjoy It's good stuff i i love it good. i love trying new wines heck yeah just like i love doing new adventures and i i don't know that's just in my nature and it has always been in my nature would you say that
1: i would think so you pushed me out of my comfort zone a lot yeah yeah
0: i i just think at an early age I was always kind of very different and I never led on to it and I kind of went with the flow of everything and fit in with all of the right people in high school and then I was a nerd in college and studied neuropsychology but I mean I always felt so different and I didn't fit in and I wanted to enjoy life a lot more than just the normal person
1: and i was the opposite i never gave a shit what people thought about me i always did what i wanted to do and kind of went against the grain and like i was in high school i was like in chorus i was in jazz band playing the guitar and then i picked (laughs) up they know
0: you're a nerd already so
1: (laughs) right and like i did really well i graduated early because i had enough credits i took all honors courses and you know I then like got into weightlifting and like in high school I started putting on some size and weightlifting and like all the coaches were like yo fish we want you to play football want you to do this do that I was like I'm good I don't like get along with any of the jocks like that is not for me I'm dating the captain of the cheerleading team that's the dream of every football player so you know what They Jokes can suck on them. It. yeah exactly <laughs> I'm good.
0: Oh, gosh. But with adventures and stuff like that, we talked about, you know, a road trip that we did. And we'll kind of hit both of them. Sure. Because one just recently happened. And then two and a half years ago, coming out here to Arizona from Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. um, we can kind of go into that and the lessons that you'll learn along the way. Even if you are alone or with you or with someone else.
1: Sure. And I think this the start would be the move, right? Oh gosh, and, yeah. You know, the idea came up for us to move out to Arizona, opportunity with Krista's work and you know, her 9 to 5 job.
0: I remember this vividly and <laughs> I wanted to take it so bad. I was like, I don't know why I keep getting pulled out to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, but I need to see what it's about, see like what what all the hype is about about the West Coast.
1: And we were also in a place in our relationship and in our life too where we were striving for a change. We were we were really in a stuck spot that we knew that if we just continued with our life, not that it would be a bad life, but it would be very much modeled after our parents and it would just be that you know, work for 40 years at a company, retire and not really get to enjoy anything in life or get to try anything new. Which isn't
0: bad, but...
1: It's not for everybody. And
0: I wanted to be a chain breaker. I wanted to be someone who was completely different, break the mold of both of our families and create something completely new and Mm life-changing. So when we bring children into our lives, that it's going to be something extraordinary and not just the ordinary
1: sure and it was a concept of giving up everything that we had in pennsylvania that i struggled with for a while and to be honest with you Krista, had two opportunities to to do this move out to arizona (laughs) and the first one i really struggled with and i shot it down and looking back as i've grown as as a person i feel completely terrible for you know restraining my wife from having these opportunities and we could have been out here a lot earlier and you know living our life the way i think god intended us to yeah. a lot sooner but again you know there's coulda se- shoulda woulda, and there's also <laughs> timing is everything in, in different yeah. seasons of people's life and for me i was just not in that season of growth yet and i was just completely cool with you know working my job and being okay with the life that we had but then as we developed and you know worked on our personal development and growth and everything Mm -hmm. it really opened my eyes to hey there is more out there in the world and you do need to get uncomfortable you do need to push your limits in yourself to see what life is really about and who you really are to find your true self
0: yeah and that's kind of where it all stemmed from and i finally had enough in Pennsylvania and I said to Josh like let's let's go and visit Mm -hmm. let's go visit Arizona February 2019 and I was like let's just go and see what it's about and so we went and enjoyed everything. It was actually cloudy. Mm-hmm. It was cold when we went to the Grand Canyon.
1: And there was snow and Flagstaff. Snow. Like, we were your normal tourists coming to Arizona thinking it was going to be you know <laughs> desert cactuses and you'd be in shorts and a tank top
0: Dude. the whole
1: time. Boy, Arizona has different elevations, different climates, all within the same state. And we go up to the Grand Canyon. We had to wear everything that we packed because it was so cold
0: i'm like this is so ridiculous (laughs) but um lesson learned that arizona does have different seasons it's not just hot in the desert and we have not seen a scorpion yet in two and a half years but we came out here in february 2019 we said eh, I don't know if I like it. I remember talking to a couple people about it. And then finally, June, the same year, Mm -hmm. we ended up moving out here anyways. Mm -hmm. Because my job was willing to just be like, hey, yeah, come on out here. Mm -hmm. Like, We're not going to pay for your relocation, but if you want to make it happen, make it happen. So we just packed everything up and moved
1: and i really think you know god was looking over us during that whole time because everything that we stressed about or should have had a right to stress about just fell in line yeah and like selling the house you know arranging the moving truck um having friends and family help us you know with with loading up all the furniture like everything just went perfectly and smoothly in it you know finding a rental property all that kind of stuff just fell in line and it just seemed like it was the right choice somebody was guiding us here yeah and it's not like we had any kind of huge fights or hiccups along the way to make it work it wasn't forced by any means
0: no so if you if you are making a big move in your life if things are kind of tangled and like
1: there's a lot of restriction
0: a mess and restriction take a step back and do a deep dive if it is truly what you're supposed to do if it's in your heart and in your gut which we'll talk about another time but going with your gut about different things Mm -hmm. if it's in like you have a gut feeling about something keep striving for it because there's no limit to this life and if you keep restraining yourself in literally everything that you're doing you're never going to live the dream and we only have this life to make the most of it so you might as well like I'm not saying like to do this but if you feel called to quit your job like go for that promotion like leave that state do what you need to do to live at your fullest potential
1: it's i kind of was looking at it as if almost like a relationship if you have to force it and have to make it work
0: oh yeah true
1: then it's potentially not going to ever work out no and it's always going to be a struggle to maintain it and to keep it going right Mm mm-hmm and, you know, when we were looking at selling the house in Pennsylvania, coming out here, like I said, all the de- all the cards fell perfectly in line. And it wasn't anything we had to force. It was all super smooth. And we were like, nope. wow, okay, it seems like, you know, in the universe, God, whatever it may be, we are making the right decision. Yeah. And so the road trip. Oh so- my
0: goodness. When we hit the road, I was... Like, don't don't get me wrong when we saw the house empty in Pennsylvania, of course, like I cried Mm -hmm. and seeing the other people come into the house, I cried, but I had to remind myself that, you know, that is just a place that you created home for a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. And you can make home like the way, right. And the way that I look at it is as long as I have you and i have mickey and you know mickey's our
0: dog by the way who you can probably hear in the background of some of the podcasts because he likes to play when we're talking
1: but i look at it as as long as i have those things that are closest to me that i adore and love i can literally make home anywhere and home is just home is where you make it (laughs) i like to see homos naked
0: (laughs) I knew that was coming out. Um if anyone knows that please tag us in the mi- the movie um for this podcast. But so when we hit the road honestly when we went throughout we made a whole road trip we Josh made a whole road trip video mm-hmm. um of everything coming out here, but I think instead of going deep into it, the main thing that really struck me coming out to arizona while we were super anxious and we didn't know what was going to go on in arizona and we picked our rental out online like we didn't even see it i literally found something that was close to my work close to josh's work and you know that's where we were going to live
1: and it ended up being in a ghetto but we survived for a year we were good (laughs) little sketch
0: it was a little sketchy but um it created a new place for us to become new people
1: mm, and i was going to touch on that that's good and
0: segue. when i will have to say like when we got to arizona it was nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. We had to drop the trailer off at a Home Depot or something. Drive the moving truck to the rental. So I'm driving my car to the rental alone, packed with all of the different stuff in there. I could barely freaking see. It was dark. It was like a hundred freaking degrees. Mm-hmm. Cause who moves in June? We do two times, and <laughs> and it like going and getting the key and I'm like I can't see this I don't know what to do I can't find anything I get into the house and I just start crying Mm -hmm. and it was like a flood of emotion that we are starting something new and I was so excited but I was also so scared like I was going to hyperventilate Mm -hmm. but I knew it was the right decision but our our body and like our reactions to situations it doesn't reach like your prefrontal cortex for a very long time and that's where it hit me the most i was like oh my gosh we are actually doing this Mm
1: -hmm. and like the whole it's funny because the whole road trip out and we're driving the moving truck we have a car trailer with Krista's car behind us it was a whole rig and It doesn't really dawn on you as you're driving through all those states across the country, all that windshield time, you know, from
0: Pennsylvania all the way out to Arizona.
1: The 13, the 16-hour days, you know, probably even more to be honest with you, because we pushed it, we made it in two and a half days. But um, it it, we like to strive
0: for excellence
1: (laughs) or stupidity. (laughs) Yes, stupidity definitely. But you know, it didn't really hit me until, like Krista said we got the keys we're in the rental it's a bare empty house we have all our shit in the moving truck and we're just looking at it like okay we did this this is our new life now and one thing i wanted to touch on was in the moving truck i i was mentally in my own head going this is a new start for josh this is a new beginning for me a new chapter i can rewrite In my life Mm -hmm. and I can seriously leave the old Josh the old bad habits the old you know history of myself not that I'm running away from it but I can vow to myself and to my wife that I am going to be a different person out here to make it easier for the new beginnings and basically changing my mindset when it came to a lot of things yeah i can be a lot more positive outlook Mm -hmm. i can be a lot more of a goal chaser and i can be a lot more productive in chasing those goals Mm -hmm. and you know things that i felt like maybe were holding me back in pennsylvania or i was just creating this story and excuses i can let all that go because no one knows me from adam out here i can literally just go into my new job with a new personality you know in a way or persona about myself hold my head up high have a lot or more confidence in the myself
0: authentic you rather than sure. the face that you had to put on sure. in pennsylvania because everyone knew you as such and such correct.
1: correct and
0: if you we can talk talk about this another time about putting a mask on in front of different people but mm-hmm. I'll touch on it a little bit of if you're putting that mask on in front of other people, you don't know you know your authentic self. You know who you are and what you want to do. You need to stop acting like every single person out there. You are so freaking unique and who you are as a person that you need to go in there and be you if people don't like you goodbye like Mm -hmm. one of my really good friends always says bless and release krista like just let it go because there's no amount of time in my day that i'm going to spend worrying about if you like me when you are talking crap about me behind my back there's just no like it's not equal mm-hmm. type of thing but to go back to the road trip um i think the second time that we did it was a little bit different.
1: Well, different circumstances, too, and, you know, yeah. that is going to be another podcast as well when we talk about grief. Okay. And the reason we had to drive back to Pennsylvania was because, first off, I'm never flying and putting my dog through a <laughs> five-hour flight because he is a king and like, he doesn't deserve Like,
0: come on. It. Nope,
1: nope. I don't know if
0: anyone else feels that way, but our dog already has anxiety so it's like do we put him through more and give him cbd and like drug him (laughs) basically wake him
1: up when we get there
0: for like five hours and
1: and his separation anxiety we can't board him because he would just come back hating us so anyway we decided well mainly let's be honest i decided and begged krista to yeah come back she was in pennsylvania krista unfortunately lost her father due to cancer and it was a very dark time but we had to come we had to go back we had a trip planned to, I was
0: running out of clothes too so I mean
1: we had a trip planned to go back anyway yeah and we were going to do this epic road trip and stop and we we're going to take like two weeks well fortunately life had a different um outcome of how that trip was going to go yeah and so Krista was ready in Pennsylvania to be with her father and then she actually flew back amazing woman that she is flew back and then the next day, turned around and hopped in a car with me and Mick, and we hit the road and start started our drive back.
0: Again, I love adventure, and if it means that for two days I get to kind of be away for a little bit and mm-hmm. process my thoughts and my emotions, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, when you're in a car with someone for hours Mm -hmm. there's things that like you know so i'll go over like some simple things of the first time we came out here we really pushed it okay like really really pushed it pushed it like eating pushed it like in all aspects and like i was the type of person to and this shows growth too i was the type of person to be like hey josh are you hungry like do you, do you want something to eat? Do you want to stop? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Like, and that annoyed Josh to no freaking end. So women um, just be like, you're going to stop here. I'm hungry. We need to do this. We need to fill up gas. Like I was the planner of everything because I know Josh and he will push himself to mm-hmm. no end. And I'm like force feeding him because I'm like, dude, you won't let me drive. And two, I'm hungry too, but, like, I know my husband. So, like, if you're a married couple, like, for sure get in tune with, like, don't ask the questions, just freaking do it. Right. Because there's going to be a time when, outside of road tripping, there's going to be a time where you need to stop asking the questions and you just need to do something regardless in your relationship to become one and make it
1: work and i and that's knowing your partner right and other people can work differently but for krista and i i was like hey i'm manning this ship i'm gonna drive you schedule all the stops i will hold my pee if it's for another half hour or whatever it is
0: book all the hotels give me an
1: outline (laughs) and i will get you there Mm -hmm. and that was our roles it's kind of in a relationship some people have roles right and it's it's okay to have that kind of structure because it does make things roll smoothly yeah and so when we made this agreement when we started the road trip i was like you're the navigator you're my co-pilot if i ask of something and you can do it for me amazing or try to make it happen but i will get you there safe and i will get you there promptly yeah and let's just go and if i'm tired or i need to pull over or switch with you i will let you know don't ask me every 15 minutes am i okay (laughs) i will tell you if i'm not okay because like men i don't know if you can relate but like we try to you know sometimes put our tough pants on and you know I'm the man I can do this but I'm also at the point too I will tell you if I'm not okay yeah and I will be like I- I'm done hun like you know 17 hours behind the wheel let's let's get to this hotel like I'm, I can't go any further
0: yeah so some of the that's just like the basic stuff but some of the conversations that we had in the car were the most
1: in depth And heart-to-heart.
0: In-depth and heart-to-heart, for sure. Because you have, in your day-to-day life, and I I urge everyone to take a road trip, whether that's, you know, a day or two or three or whatever... Um, My dream was always to have a tiny home and drive across, like, every single state in the United States.
1: You wanted, like, a van life kind of thing, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. We're not saying that that's not going to happen. but um,
1: Come on, man. I got too many tools. I can't (laughs) can't be living in a tiny house. Come on.
0: (laughs) But the conversations got a little bit more in depth because we didn't have the outside influences, on our lives, mm-hmm. and there were times like in New Mexico and in the middle of nowhere, like Arkansas, Arkansas Kansas, as Josh likes to call it, that we didn't have service. We didn't listen to any music. We didn't listen to any podcasts. It was mainly Just the two us. Of us, and some of the things that we kind of asked each other were like, "What do you see yourself in the future? Mm-hmm. Like, what's a vision of your life?" And we're going to leave you with this. Like, what's a vision of your life that you want? Like, write a letter to yourself of how proud you are of where you are right now mm-hmm. and what you want to strive for for the future and read that in a year. And if you're a couple, do that together
1: mm-hmm. of
0: the impact of the future that you want for each other.
1: Or, well, and or, right? Right do it individually and then come together and then do one to, you know, then do one together. But when you do it individually, read to each other, what you wrote and you'll be very surprised. Like we actually did this exercise last week and how much Krista and I's future vision of ourselves was very similar because Mm. of our mindset and because of the same type of outlook that we have for our life. And, you know, we have a vision for ourselves. We do vision boards and all that kind of stuff individually, but then together. And, you know, it was kind of crazy to see how similar they were when writing them, you know, not yeah. talking about it or anything. We just <clears throat> kind of went with it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but, you know,
0: what's some other conversations well, that we had?
1: So you talked about what's a vision for yourself. And then how I turn it to Krista, I was like, okay, so that's where you see yourself or that's what you want to. In life, yeah. and then I go, why aren't you there yet, or what's holding you back from getting there?
0: So good, yeah. and
1: it's like you know those deep conversations that, when you when you aren't surrounded by TV screens and you have nothing but time to talk to one another, how deep can you go? Yeah, and you know it's asking those hard questions, and don't be afraid to kind of challenge your partner, because you know they may need a kick in the butt or the honest truth. And I know I need that. Like, Krista will definitely catch me on things all the time. I
0: think that's like an East Coast vibe, though, because I will literally just be very, very
1: blunt. But if you don't have that brutal honesty, how are you ever going to grow or be better?
0: Yeah. Because you're always just
1: going to constantly lie to yourself. Yeah. And you're always going to, you know, have that false positivity when it comes to things yeah and you're always going to make excuses and and justify it with your own reasonings Mm -hmm. when no that's not the case it's you might just being lazy or you might just be you know living in fear still yeah even though you're saying you're not your actions are showing something different
0: for sure so have those conversations with yourself but also have an accountability partner Mm -hmm. if you don't have a spouse to really you know kick you right in the ass because you need that like all the people that i coach one-on-one they get the hard honest truth and i will be brutally honest with them of okay you didn't eat well this day like why
1: mm-hmm.
0: why are you making excuses for yourself
1: and sometimes there's accountability partners they're great to have and people need them you yeah. all need them right or at them. least a mentor to look up to and to you know hold you accountable. I have a
0: darn coach outside of Josh. Sure,
1: sure, but at the end of the day, this is where I get brutally honest, mm. it's discipline. Mm-hmm. It's you. No one's putting a gun to your head at 4.30 in the morning telling you to get up and get that workout in before nope. work. No one is telling you to meal prep and to make sure that you're getting all your proper calories in and your macros and that kind of stuff. There is no one there but you. Yep and when things go wrong there's no one to blame but you so my sympathy only goes so far with people like that because at the end of the day it's a it's it's accountability and discipline with yourself yeah and if you can lay your head on the bed and go to sleep soundly knowing you fucked up your day and you didn't hold yourself accountable yeah then okay but you know what i surely can't and there's a thou- there's millions of people just nope. like that that cannot I will toss and turn yep. or I will be like I'm back on track tomorrow
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm just brutally honest like that like I I get tired of the excuses and I get tired of the the people that are just oh like,
0: gosh I could go right? on about. right but that. anyway
1: this is supposed to be about the road trip but anyway Ugh. side tangent <laughs> it, it's it's discipline guys and you know that was even with our road trip we had discipline still even all the days on the road yep. right we still tried to eat health consciously even though sometimes all the options were with just the the rest stop food oh my gosh but we packed Turkey our own roll-ups we, we did pa- right and jerky we, nuts exactly.
0: like exactly. and we stopped at chick-fil-a only because right. they're the only gluten And just free got place. like the grilled
1: chicken like we you know so you have to make do with what you have or what you know fruits you're given and you know sometimes it's not easy no but we have a accountability on each other for our health and for our fitness and, and for we, our
0: future we're not going to make an
1: excuse to say hey this road trip is just going to be for two weeks we're off nope like no we're still on just gonna modify it a little bit On my donkey kong that's right that's right
0: gosh so that's pretty much all of the road trip unless you have something else. I to do add. because, oh, you know, oh, okay, okay. When okay.
1: whenever we talk to other couples and they're like, "How did you do this road trip twice?" and I hear it a lot. I couldn't be in my, a car with my husband or wife. I would or, kill or, them. I would kill them. How did you guys stay so sane and, you know, didn't you guys get each other's nerves, blah blah blah? I'm like, "No, no. actually we grow deeper together during these times in the car." Yep. Because it's not just driving out there, guys, that was two and a half days. We also had to drive back. Plus, we made a pit stop in North Carolina as well. And it's a lot of time being isolated, just the two of us. But we looked at it as an opportunity to really dive into our relationship and to grow stronger together Mm -hmm. with that time. Not fight, not argue, not dread that time together, but look forward to that time together as growth. And really put things into perspective because let's be honest, with the fast paced life we all live in, you know, there's topics, there's things you want to talk about, but you don't have the time to, or, you know, maybe the time never comes up. That's right. Yeah. What better time when you're locked in a car with somebody for hours upon hours to bring up those things.
0: Got deep and you couldn't leave the car. So. Right. And but, you couldn't crash the car. But it also oh. takes,
1: it also takes the growth. Hopefully. It also, t- <laughs> it also takes the growth in each individual to shut up and listen to that person put
0: your ego aside you have
1: two ears and one mouth for a reason listen to that person understand where they're coming from and maybe they're not looking for an answer from you Mm. They're just looking to relieve themselves of that problem and just yeah. talk about it, right? Ugh. So as guys, we Women love... Women, hear to fix me it. on
0: that. We love, just want to vent. Right. That's all.
1: We love to be fixers. We want to have the answers. I have learned with my wife...
0: I don't want answers. I just want to vent. She
1: just wants to vent. Sometimes... It's like that Charlie Brown teacher, wah, 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 whatever, right? But
0: I don't even care. She like, doesn't
1: even care. As long as I'm there, at acknowledging her and you know, letting her get that off her chest. Yeah, that's all she's looking for. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's that open communication. And I feel like in today's society, there's a lot of reasons of divorce and things between couples because the communication stops. Yeah. So where we want to go with this is you know, with a road trip, it's quality time between partners or with
0: you... yourself to find yourself Ooh,
1: and that's like plugging into like podcasts, motivational yeah. things or even just in pure silence and meditation doesn't mean you're hmm with your eyes closed and levitating, right? No. You can literally be deep in thought and that's considered meditation as yeah. well. And just finding the hard truth of your deep down soul of, of who... what you
0: actually want
1: and who am I supposed to be? Yeah.
0: It's good.
1: Yeah. And I feel like on our road trip, there was a lot of that between us. hmm So.
0: So with that, we're going to end this absolutely amazing road trip podcast. Um, on that note, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a whole lot to unpack in a little amount of time
1: i also say real quick oh wasn't peak driven born on the road trip
0: yes it was the whole As idea of we coming office, out here
1: we wanted to reinvent ourselves and be like you know we we know what we have we know what stories and things we can tell other people and we love to lock arms with them and make a community where we can grow this thing mm-hmm. how do we do that and krista was leaving behind many clients um, for personal, you know, for, for fitness and, you know, all your all your students and everything with that. Yeah. And it was like, how can we keep this train rolling being away?
0: We came up with the idea, but we're like, I don't know where to go with this. But you know what we did? We made it happen. We just
1: jumped in. <laughs> and we're still doing that.
0: I know. You just do it afraid. That's it's, it. It doesn't even matter.
1: Yeah. It's It's all good as long as there's action yep if there's no action then it's never going to happen you have to be intentional about your ideas guys
0: holla so on that note if you love this want to share it share it like it leave a review leave a comment we appreciate every single person that comes into this world and if you know us personally if you know us you know from instagram follow me krista fisher um or peak driven on instagram we don't do facebook um (laughs) so if you love it share it tag us and we will see you all next time all
1: right later guys thank you
0: Later.